Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey, Ricky yes. Jones just jumped on. <laughs> Morning to you sophisticated folk. You financial gurus it is a joy to be in front of you one more time Watch it. all right i figured you church folks would catch that <laughs> oh, yeah. can we get an amen yeah yeah <laughs> yes yes we uh we we've been starting our on our way yeah, we've been picked up out the miry clay. <laughs> so glad I have. <laughs> always one of y'all in the bunch. It's always one. Always one. Well, we are talking about personal finance. I'm going to do a couple of things first. This is 12, right? 12. All right. The gold lender of Babylon. The gold lender of Babylon is what we're talking about. And I want to help you all greatly with your finances and we've got some few propositions but first let me get some preliminary stuff out the way real quick assembly wonders is doing amazing yes doing amazing and as a result we're going to have plenty of things you can you can look forward to a recovery 
class course that, that never ends. Recovery never, how many of you know recovery is, never is it never ends. Never. Recovery, it, it never ends. It is something that is ongoing and continuous and continuous. So we will be very focused on recovery. And when it comes to, to that, we have financial classes, banking classes, legal tax classes, all sorts of stuff. I don't even call them classes. We just, we call them meetups. You know, we just get together and we meet up and we, you know, things like that. We're also going to have three live services. We're going to have three live services. It has been voted that one of those services is a meditation service. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. One of those services are meditation services. And I will tell you about the the rest soon. So you'll see us. We'll give you a schedule for that. I haven't worked out the live schedule yet, but it'll be live just like, you know, Lakewood or something. You know, you just go, you go live three, three live right now. And we will, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Yes. Yes. Now, cool with that. We'll have a good time. So it's a lot of good things happening there. And the goal is to have every religion under one roof. Every walk of people under one. Well, let me not, let me not, let me not say. Here's my real goal. This is my real goal. My real goal is to collect the wonders of this world. That's a loaded, 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 loaded phrase. Collect the wonders of this world and then have these wonders reach out and grab and make a difference and an impact in the illusion in which we live. That's the goal there. That's the goal. So cool. All right, get ready for a good financial class today. Grace, you're going to be reading. Deanna, you're going to be reading. Lots of reading today. Lots of reading today. Also, get ready for a bunch of new television programs coming out from ATS. You're going to see Margie. We, yes, you're going to see Margie twice. Yes. You're going to see Margie. Yes, you're going to see Margie twice. And then you're going to see there's a, there's a book coming out. I got a new book coming out that I haven't told you. It's free too, by the way. I have no intentions on charging for it. It's completely free. It's about entrepreneurship and money. Um, I forget the name of it. It's fantastic though. I've been working on it for a while. How many of y'all know I always do stuff in secret? You know? yes. Yeah, so that, that genius is of, it's complete. The genius is of. So Mexit News picked a few geniuses in different categories and you'll be seeing a lot of that. You'll see that. And it's very good, very good, especially when, when Sir Brad goes up. He he talks about raising capital and stuff. So it's very good. You'll, you'll see that as well. And that particular TV program comes with a book. Because why, why would I do I'm not going to do anything regular. Duh. I'm going to do something regular. I'm going to have a news show, have a TV show that gives away a free book. How about that? Yeah. That's what's going to happen. That's what's gonna happen there, of course. You know, you understand what I'm saying. That's you know, that's who I am. You know, gotta gotta make everything a spectacle. You understand? Um, I'm Louis the Fifteenth. If y'all know your history, your world history, that's when when you get your you put your pants on one leg at a time, like everybody else. Well, Louis the Fifteenth did not. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. He did not. He did not. He was the king of spectacles. When he, this, this is the truth. When he got up in the morning, he was a French, uh, king of France. He got up in the morning, stood up, and put his arms out. 
and somebody put on the right arm, somebody put on the left arm, and then he put his right leg out, and someone put his pants leg on, and he put his left leg out, somebody put his pants leg on. So the phrase, you put your pants leg, you put your pants on one leg at a time, came from that era. And it came because Louis XV did not, did not. They were saying, you ain't the king. I don't put my pants on one leg at a time. I jump into them. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> now that I'm older, Susan, I sit there for a little bit. You understand? And I, I, I meditate on my hips moving the way they need. They're supposed to move. You understand? If you sit on the side of the bed, Antonio, you can put them both on at the same time. Okay, <laughs> okay there you go. You know, I got to concentrate a little bit. You know, I was like, ah, there you go. Start, lay- with, start with some Bermuda shorts. Let's start with some Bermuda shorts. I don't want you to get hurt. There it is. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. So this is Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So this is our three-hour section. Three-hour section because we got two classes back to back. We're just going to stay here. Just going to stay here. Has the personal finances been helpful to y'all? Yes. 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 Good. Yes. Good. Especially when getting excited for the yeah. little thing that's going to happen in September that that everybody uh, everybody is gearing up for. That's and I don't right. want to. I don't want to hear otherwise, or I'm going to have something to say in in September. I'm going to say. I, I hear you loud and clear. So what I'm going to do, because me and, and the truth is, me and Brad have been talking about this for a year now of doing um, kind of what Greg Cardone does in that, in that sense or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're doing that, and we've got all the paperwork. We've been doing it somewhere around one of these things. I have, but we've been doing it. But I'm gonna put together a real estate deal, and you all will be able to be um, part of that, and we'll do everything legal. And, and that's group economics, so I don't want to hear that's crap when it had go down. That's it. That's true. No, that's somebody needs it. It's group economics. It's group economics. It's group. Economics. Some of y'all got five thousand dollars for your income tax, and it's gone already. You understand? It's gone. Don't put it that. in the bank until we tell you what to do. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So we're working on a real estate deal to where you all can own a 45 to 95, 105-unit apartment complex. That's the goal. So hopefully you all will, will be blessed and everything will be to the letter of the law. So you don't have to worry about that. If I were you, all of you need to go get some sort of corporate entity right now, right now, because you do not want to be investing under your social security number. Uncle, Uncle that, Sam that wants you correct. to. <laughs> yes. Uncle Sam or wants you to. IRA, or a Roth which can, IRA. Which can donate, which can put the money into it and have the money go back into that. No doubt. I'm and just that, saying. And that, and you can roll over and roll over and roll over as many as much as you want with that as well. Last announcement as well. Law has a few things, but we're going to be in y'all going y'all gonna help. We're going to raise seventy five thousand dollars on on the behalf of Law Group Economic Style, and it's just going to be stuff that you want and need. It's not going to be anything that you you know. It's not going to be anything that you have to give to be a good person it's just you know things that you're going to want and need and hopefully you all can be well some of you may even have the opportunity to be ground floor of his billion dollar idea the vegan meetup app so you you you, you never know you never know you never know but 
Just know, when Mark Zuckerberg started, he called some folk into a room, Susan, and only five of them showed up. Mm. You know, and all Mark Zuckerberg made over 20 billionaires and they got mad at him. Do you understand how much I'm never going to get mad at you if you make me a billionaire? Wait, you, people that, that made billionaires can get mad at me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You make me a billionaire, you can walk on my face. It's all you, right. prob- you probably a millionaire if you made you a billionaire. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Your face. <laughs> walk on my face. Bad foot with long toenails. You be all right. You there. You made me a billionaire. You you relax. You relax. But somebody in the chat said, yep, my income tax all gone. I get it. I get it. We're talking about the gold lender today, and we're gonna we're gonna move faster as well. I'm I'm I pray all of you are are excited because this is one of my very favorite things. And this time I want to show the text. Typically I wouldn't because y'all be looking at the text, but I want you to see it. When the gold lender <laughs> is one of my favorite. Golden is absolutely one of my favorite things. Grace, we're going to start you reading with the highlighted pink or whatever color that is. It's pink to me, purple. Yeah. It's one of them. You know, I don't know my colors. I know 10 colors. You understand? <laughs> 10 colors. The two of them keep me away from gangs. I ain't got to get shot. All right. Yeah. Give me, give me them. Give me this. Start with the Golden, Grace. Okay. The Golden of Babylon. In this chapter, chapter six of the book, we learn a few valuable lessons about lending money. The story is about a young man named Rodin who came into some sudden unexpected money. I do admit this is a good one. I'm about to, yep. Okay. As you might expect, his friends quickly multiplied and his family became bold in their request for loans. Stop right there, Grace. Stop right there, Grace. We got to talk. We gonna, this is this is going to be a fun three hours. Y'all hear me? I'm going to have so much fun, Susan. So much fun in this three hours. You ask for advice. Say it, say it, say it. Go ahead. Grace wants to talk. This gentleman came into a great deal of money. It was 50 pieces of gold. And he, you know, he went to the gold lender to ask for advice about what he should do because his brother, his, I'm sorry, his brother-in-law, which is his sister's husband. Mm-hmm. I love this. Uh, I, I believe the sister came to him and said, hey, Arcad, not Arcad, I forgot the brother's name. It's the gentleman who, who first started in the, in, the, in the story who was sitting on the wall. Anyway, I think it was Banzier. Anyway, the brother, the, the, the Banzier. Okay, so his sister was saying, hey, my husband wants to be, he's going to, he wants to be this, this, this in business. He just needs the money. And since you have this money that you came up with, you just come Stop up. Right there, Grace. Stop <laughs> right there, Grace. God dog it. I'm going to have so much fun right here. I am. All right. How many of you? Okay. Someone's asking me probably about investing in Roth RA. Um, yeah, I can show you how to do it. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got you. This is so much fun to me. How many of you, and this should be all of you, got some unexpected money and you ain't got it no more? Come on. Come on, confess thine sins. I confess. <laughs> and, and you said you ain't got it no more. That's how, man. Look here, that unexpected money. I, I 
think we should start taking out a cat and nine tails to this. <laughs> you probably should. That unexpected money start looking like prayers from God. Ooh, God, you want me to blow this? Put in that wrong. Put in that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, God, look at this new outfit. New this. And then sometimes you get smart. You get smart with your money and you say, you know what? I'm going to invest it. Or you, or I'm going I'm to do right with it. And you go do right with it with someone who don't know what they're doing or some opportunity. And, you and better then, say that. Come on. That's all, that's all in my, but you know what? It's everybody here. It's everybody mm. here. It's everybody here. I was explaining to Tempest this morning. I was, I was, this is the kind of friends you are. I was telling Tempest this morning as I was coming down, I said, listen, what I need you to do is I need you to get to $50,000 saved up real quick. And then what we're going to do after that, we're going to save up $100,000. And I'm going to tell you what to do with the 50. And then we're going to do 100000 right after that. And we're just going to move from 100000 to 100000 to 100000 This is a conversation with Tip. That's the kind of friends you want. You want the friends that wake you up 6.57 in the morning mm-hmm. and say, hey, let's talk about saving $100,000. Okay, rewind, press play. Oh, that sounds real sexy. <laughs> oh, I like them conversations. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> There's some sexy conversations. You know, it was 6.57. I called her and I, I say, listen, I know you, you know, she was up, but kind of not up, you know, you know, you know how when you got to, you got to do something at eight, you're trying to, you're trying to use all the little time you got oh, left. You know, she was in that, oh, she was in that. I'm going I'm to use all my little time. You understand what I'm saying? She's probably sitting in the bed for 15 minutes, you know, it. you know, something like that. You know what grown folk do. And I was telling them hundred percent, hundred fifty thousand dollars and we're going to move for a hundred thousand dollars. We're going to move for a hundred thousand. And I was telling her because the plan is real estate. There is no other plan. That's what I was telling. There is no other plan. And we talked about that for <laughs> law. <laughs> I, I, that's facts, though. I agree with you now. I agree with you now. <laughs> I can't say it out loud, but I agree with you. you know <laughs> I'm going to say it out loud anyway. He says a different For those of you that can read, just go to <laughs> <Yeah>. the chat. <laughs> yeah. So that's a different kind of cloud that you write about it. No, you write about it. The reason I bring it up, and I'm not talking about me, I'm not trying to tell you, ooh, look how good I did. Grace, read again how this starts off because this is important. When you get unexpected money, you get something else to come with it. Go ahead, Grace. I'm going to tell you what to stop. Right. In this chapter, chapter six of the book, we learn a few valuable lessons about lending money. The story is about a young man named Rodin who came into some sudden unexpected money. Read slow right here. As you might expect it, his friends quickly multiplied and his family became bold in their request for loans. All right, Watch stop, right there. stop right there. Stop. Watch you it. stop it right you there. Come, you, oh, you don't want to come boldly because the Number one, Antonio. Number one, don't announce when you get the money. That's it. That's it. <laughs> See them lottery winners with the mask on. You understand what I'm saying? No, I do. I want to tell you that you Tempest just came into a whole bunch of money. Her friends are saying, hey, we're going to, I need you to be disciplined. I need you to invest in real estate, your money in real estate. His friends was like, bruh, bruh, you know, <laughs> you know, man, I get to my shoe company, man. I'm right there. I just need, I, please kindly, sir. You, you, you get what I'm saying? I want you to receive that money follows 
laws. Please hear me. This is perfect. Somebody needs to hear what I'm about to say. The punchline is money follow laws and so do people. That's the punchline. And I'm going to show you. Money moves according to the law and nothing else would ever change. Good to see you, Quisha. That's my childhood friend. Money moves all the way to laws and it will never move outside the law. Oh, but friends, if y'all was, if y'all was black, I'd have said another word. Watch you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, but you colleagues, you move too. <laughs> you move too. You move. Because as soon as, as soon as Otis gets some money, Otis now has issues. Let me, let me explain, please. I want you to know that the pressures on Sister Booker are different than the pressures on Susan Sorrentino. Mm -hmm. And I am bringing up race, but I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about racism, mm -hmm. classism mm -hmm. due to race. Mm -hmm. Hear me well. Netflix did a great study. I, man, I want to find it for y'all. I don't want to get hit with a copyright. Let me just, let me see. The wealth gap explained. I want to see. You better not hit me. Ah, so good. It's right there. It's 16 minutes. I'll just send y'all the link. Cory Booker, Senator Cory Booker is it? I got a link. You go look at it yourself. In the wealth gap, here's the here's one of the best explanations ever. Netflix did a good, they have a they have a series called Explained. It's really good. It's really good. And here's the deal. The reason why there's, a, well, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons for the racial wealth gap is actually so invisible, it's common sense that you wouldn't even think, and it has nothing to do with intentions, but burdens. Mm. Hear me well. Susan graduates from college. Sister Booker graduates from college. They have the same salary. But Sister Booker got to take care of grandmother and, and all the kids and everything because Black folk don't have no wealth whatsoever. No. Now, I need you to hear this. I Amen. Need you, I need you to hear this. This is... And this is the deal. And this isn't, this isn't, we're not, we're not talking about something that makes you uncomfortable. We're not, this is classism. This is the fact that when I get money, I have to take care of, I have to buy my mom a home, put it, put her, I have to fix my daddy credit. I have to do these, so many different things that we have to do. And it eats our salary, which creates more of the wealth gap. Mm. I, my mind was blown because I lived it. I get it. So, Antonio, I, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Is that is that due to when your generational, when your generation started getting I'm, higher education or something? Sure it does. Sure it does. Okay. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Plus, now, due to redlining, y'all remember that, right? Redlining. Due to that... <clears throat> You know, most of middle class wealth is in housing and most, you know, 
Some people don't have, a lot of people don't have housing due to redlining or not as good housing due to redlining. So you can always borrow from your house. But the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of y'all do not have wealth because point blank period, you scared of it. Because you know, if you get it, you got to act differently and have a whole different community on your back. No, no, see, see, if you don't understand what I'm saying, you don't understand what I'm saying. You're never going to get it because it's not you. It's not you. But I know most people, it's personal finances, some of y'all, and this is, this has nothing to, and I'm out of race back into classism. This has nothing to do. It's just, you can, if you are the person expected to take care of everybody, you're screwed. Ain't no sense in me, uh, Kurt telling it for you. <laughs> you are expected to take care of everybody. And when you don't, you've been reading your Bible lately, Phil. You know, they, hit you, right? they, they hit you right where it hurt. And I need you to get the beginning of this story. When you get into unexpected money, this is why I really love the goal. When you get unexpected money, you have a lot of people start asking you for money. And I want to tell you, sometimes they're not just asking you for money. You're expected. You're, you're expected to pay for your mama hospital bills. Antonio, Antonio. Oh, come on, man. I know, I know I'm saying something. I'm getting sick of you, okay? <laughs> I'm getting sick of you. Now, you know, open up your mouth, okay? You know, spoke the truth. Now, you check this out. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. I'm listening. All right. I got four books that are about to come out. My poetry is about to come out. My podcast is about to come out. My disability is going to go from 50% up to 100%. Yep. So guess what I'm about to come into probably within the next three months, Antonio? A whole okay. bunch of unexpected income. So what the hell am I supposed to do? I'm sick of you. You got to you gotta take care you. of your <laughs> wife. You got you to gotta take care of your wife. You got to pay back other people's debts. You, <laughs> you got to take care of his mama. You got to pay the taxes on them. Right, you gotta pay taxes on houses that ain't even his. You gotta do all that. No, what are you going to do, and what are you going to do, Antonio? He's going to describe to the money coming rule, which is you're going to you got that money, you're going to sit everybody down, and you're going to say, now that I got this money, Anthony, you know these black folks. Right? Let me finish, Anthony. You know these black folks, right? Yeah, I don't care if they black. Well, I don't care if they pink. <laughs> I'm trying to keep you out of trouble, brother. So when they start running their mouth, you say, I'll wait till you finish. And then you tell them, I got this money, and I got an avenue for each one of y'all to do y'all thing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna seed it for you. And then you do like my father. Don't fuck it up. And then that's you it. I rest my case, and that's it. That's you it. Know, now you now your brain and conscience is clear. You can't do no more than that. Hmm. That's actually wow. what he just said. No, I need you to catch. I need everybody to catch. And I'm going to let Jerome finish, but I need everybody to catch. But I brought this up. I said, stop right there, Grace. Because y'all was going to follow this rule and be like, yeah, you show sure right, but you're missing life. Mm. Life is going to come at Jerome and be like, well, you know what Mama Taxes do? I'm going to help me somebody. Sure. And that's $2,500. 
That's July. July. <laughs> July. <laughs> and then, the, well, he, he, he up there, so the, the guy in the South, flood insurance due. And that's 4500 up front, Susan. They oh. want it every January. And this is in the South because, you know, we, we it flooded out here. Uh, but yeah, $4,500 every month. I mean, every January. And they don't like no payments. You got to pay that up front. One payment. And you cannot be in Texas and not have flood insurance. It's like being in Baltimore and thinking it ain't going to snow. If it if, if flooded yesterday for no reason. It was bright outside, and all of a sudden, it just flooded yesterday for no reason. That's that's Texas for you, right? That's Texas for you. So Jerome gets it, okay? Now Jerome's explain explain more the situation because he's going he's going to get it. Niece going to need something. Yeah. Wife going to need medicine. Now, now this is for Anthony, okay? Anthony, thank you for what you just said because what you just said, three of those people mm -hmm. I had a conversation with about four months ago, okay? And I told them that I'm on the move, something's coming my way. I want them to be a part of it. And I said to each one of them individually, I want you to be a part of this, but I ain't gonna let you, and know what I said to them, Anthony? Just what you said, I ain't gonna let you F up my money. Mm -hmm. And I said it more than once, Anthony. Mm -hmm. Now, Grace called me, what, three weeks ago, Grace? Was it three weeks? Grace called me three weeks ago and said, hey, Jerome, that Nishi was telling me blah, 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 blah. And I say, yeah, he, she, she said, is she ready? Blah, blah, blah. I say, she not ready. I said, let's put her out about three to six months and we will revisit this because she not ready to move forward right now. And the best thing I can do for her is to get myself up upright and squared away so I can bring her along. Because if I bring her now, the books say, if the blind lead the blind, they both gonna fall in the ditch. So we not gonna go there. So Anthony, you just amen what I told Grace and what I told them four months ago. I ain't gonna let y'all F up my money. But thank you, thank you. Exactly, exactly, Jerome. And while they while they still getting their stuff together, you control their assets for them because you're the one with the brains right now. And you got all that knowledge. You control their asset for them. Their asset probably is going to be bigger when you give it back to them than it was when you first started. Because that's how I got to go. Because they can't, if they can't do see what the hell the way the hell they supposed to go, then you got to keep control of them. That's you right. got to protect them from themselves. That's right. And if you don't understand this conversation, congratulations, your class is different. Congratulations. This is this is classism. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? This is classism that was perpetuated by racism. And as a you know, everything has an unintended side effect. You Antonio, yes, sir. Remember Hurricane Katrina? Oh yeah. I re I remember when they were talking about Bush and and, and everybody kept blaming them and they was in the, the dome and, and 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 all these black people got yep. and I and I kept looking at it and I says. This ain't racism. This is classism. Oh yeah, it's these worse people than were racism. already broke. These people were already poor, and they were and they were living in a place that was waiting for something like this to happen. Come on now, it's not because of race. It's because of class. And I'm sitting there going, y'all got it twisted. Because oh, yeah. if you put them in a position to win, they'll take that and do something with it. But it was. I said to myself, that's not racism. That's classism. 
They yeah. was broke and then y'all didn't do nothing because they was broke. They just happened to be black and broke. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, 100%. A uh, uh, 100, 100, 100, 100 duper, super, uber percent. I was watching something on Instagram and I wish I can, let me see if I, I, I wish I shared this with somebody. I should have shared it. I was watching something on Instagram and a guy, it was, it was a viral clip. Let me see. Uh, you and I was watching something and it was amazing to me. I'm going to see what I find on Facebook too. It was absolutely amazing to me. The guy was talking about how you, you wearing stuff. I, I don't even want to ruin it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I don't even want to ruin it. But you're saying how you wearing, you, th- you think you wearing brands. You're not wearing brands. You're wearing last names. You, <sighs> yes. I mean, uh-huh. this clip is so cold. This clip, uh, I'll show hope. I wish I could find it, but I'm, if you can find it. It's in one of our chats. Somebody put it in there. Okay, go 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 and find it for me real quick. Go and find it for me real quick. Find it for me real quick. But he's saying you're wearing last names. So you need to do something with your last name. You're wearing last names and you and you're going out there, you're buying everything, you're buying Welch's grape juice last name. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I did it. I, I put okay, post it real quick. This is what I'm talking about. If you if you don't get this. Congratulations. In five minutes, I will get back to you. You don't have to worry about it. You will be included in the conversation. But as you can tell by the spark in this conversation, that this is a real issue. (laughs) Do you understand? My solution for you is to put them in your 70%. This is what I'm talking about. I want you to, because you can't, you can't say, mama, I ain't doing it. Forget your light bill, mama. You, you can't. You can't do that. You you can't. You can't do it. It's not. Or you can't say, wife. I know you need the heart medicine, but Anthony told me. Let me sit you down. You you, you can't do that. <laughs> say she wasn't going to get the heart medicine, Antonio. I know. I said I'm, I'm going to control the means for her getting it, so I can allocate out how it can be dealt out properly. Right. Because and obviously. If you call me about your light bill, you're obviously not a good steward of your money. And I'm trying to give it to you. I'm trying to give it to you with syrup instead of giving it to you with sour grape. That's no, all no, I'm no. trying to do. No, I'm with no that you you you're, you're preaching what I'm saying. You're living what I'm saying. I want you all remember you have some sort of cost. You, you have an expenses column that I told you. Expenses percentage. Let's say you're doing 10, 27. They need to be your 70. percent And once you exceed that 70, percent you. You, you, it, it ain't nothing to give no more. Not this month. I gotta wait till next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me let, let me let me spiritualize this real quick. Some of y'all keep carrying other people's crosses, and you wonder why you walk around crucified all day. Oh, Lord. If you don't, yo, <laughs> Jesus, <I>, boo. <laughs> Let me, I just, I, anyway. We're just trying to keep it real. I'm here, just, man. I'm trying, I'm trying. That's why I said, Grace, I'm gonna have fun with this one today. Cause I knew, and I love the gold in the story, but, but, but genuinely, this is, this is something to behold. Rose Royce are being rich and the Joneses are sitting there holding up people's stuff saying, look at what we right. did and we. McDonald's is a last name. Abercrombie and Fitch, last names. 
Armani is a last name. Baskin Robbins is a last name. Chrysler, Pillsbury, Porsche, Procter and Gamble, two last names. Rolls Royce, Charles Rolls, Henry Royce, last name. Versace, last name. Wells Fargo, Henry Wells, William Fargo, last name. Walgreens, Wrigley's, Welch's Grape Juice, last name. Here you are, you think you're buying a product. You are not buying a product, you're buying a name. You think you're wearing a product. Hey, look at this product. No, you're saying, look at this family. So you don't went to one family called Wells Fargo and got $200,000 so you can go to another family called Rolls Royce so you can give them money to get yourself a car so you can go back to the hood and see the Joneses and say, look at what I, what I got. Meanwhile, Wells Fargo, their family's sitting up being rich and Harley Davidson's and Rolls Royce are being rich and the Joneses are sitting there holding up people's stuff saying, look at what we did and we broke. Mm, McDonald's mm, is a last name. Mm, uh, boy, that is... <laughs> Can we just clap for that? That is so good. Wow. Loved it. Loved it. Yes, it is. God, that's so good. That's so true. You wearing last names. Last name I wore was on the back of my college football jersey. I don't know about that. (laughs) I understand. And then you go into another last name saying, Can I get a loan? Can I get 200,000 of your last name oh to go to a product and say, man, I drive your last name while the whole time your actual last name is in a negative net worth? Shoot. <laughs> What's the name of that video? Because I oh, need to send that to my son. I know that's Because he right. rocks name brand clothes and he broke you see what I'm saying? Rocking name brand clothes and you broke. She just put it in the chat for y'all. She just put it in the chat. Make sure that's in the notes too. When I get it, I put it in the notes. Now, ain't nothing wrong with having the finer things. But Antonio going to tell you every chance I get, Margie, if you bought those finer things with your income, you wrong. I ain't going to never come off that. You can have, is some, does something cost too much when you didn't pay for it? Nope. So if your asset paid for it, congratulations. If your income paid for it, you owe me 20 push-ups. Because I will have no debt that other people are not paying It's going to be some physically fit people. <laughs> that's, that's what you say. That's it. Yeah, again, See, everybody's biceps growing. Yeah, for real. For real. And listen, I get it. And this is where, this is where I always, I, this is where I'm, I'm programmed myself to say, I'm not right. I don't know who right. I can only tell you. I got different financial goals. I love Gary V. And me and Gary V got two different financial philosophies. Do you understand what I'm saying? Two different financial philosophies. And ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't have the luxury of turning anything from my parents to anything. And all that long-term gain can't fit my nationality. Let's just be honest with it. It it, it don't fit my race. It don't, because I'm 17 generations behind. So while I need to be cautious and slow is the good walk. I can't walk too slow, Susan. See, y'all don't want to. You don't want to face reality. 
I'm 17 generations behind, which means my kids is 18 behind. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I've got to do some that's things. Deep. That's you know, real talk. I got to do some things that speed up these generations and even the playing field. I'm not complaining. I ain't asking for nothing, but I do account for, I can't take the slow walk. Real real talk, because while Gary V, love him to death, is an immigrant from Belarus, which makes us even in the didn't start from anything column, he ain't 17 generations behind. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? He was still starting from zero. I hear me and hear me well. My very birth started me from negative 300. Mm. See, y'all don't want to play and that's all right. That's, that's, that's all right. But when you account for, and this is not, if you are uncomfortable, you got different problems. They, they're outside of me. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about finances. My birth put me negative 300. So I had to, I had to do more work than most people just to get back to zero. And by 2050, according to every economist on the planet, my people will have a negative net worth. That's insane. Because I'm more than likely still going to be alive in 2050. We're not having that, Antonio. We're not having that. <laughs> right. We're not having that. Exactly. We're not having that. No, I I'm, plan on being here 2052. I know and that's I, right. And I, I ain't having it. I know that's right. What I'm pushing to you is very simple. Forget, if you think I'm talking about race, forget all that. I'm talking about the unintended side effect of it created class, well, you know, it created classism. And as well as Sister Booker is doing, and her husband, is some folk in their family mad at them mm. for not giving them a loan. Mm. You speaking the truth. <laughs> you speaking the truth. I know. I know. You speaking the you truth. You better right? preach. You <laughs> <laughs> walk in the same shoes, Sister Booker. We have to account for this. People will guilt you mm. and send you back to poverty. Oh, shucky ducky. Antonio. Yes, sir. Here I go. Here I go. I'm trying to help y'all, man. I'm 16 years old and I'm 17 years old. And at 16 years old, my father, who is no longer with us, looked me in the eye and said to me, you think you better than the rest of his family, don't you? If he had took a knife and stabbed me, it wouldn't have hurt me more. Mm-hmm. And I say, no, daddy, I just want to be somebody. When I was 17, my oldest brother who lived at home said the exact same thing to me. You think you better than the rest of And I'm sitting there because I don't want to repeat what I've lived with and seen in my neighborhood and in my family and around me, and I want to do better. I think I'm better because I want to do better. That's right. And no, Jerome. Next time you guy. just ch- next time you tell them you don't think you better, but you might be a little smarter. 
How about telling you? How about that? Well, they both no, wanted to see. No, Jerome, you tell them like I teach my daughter. Talk to me. Talk we to not. Me. We not better. We just make better choices. Okay. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But now. they were. But they were supposed to be the ones, Antonio. But no. they were supposed to be the ones who were guiding me Come on, and man. directing me to move forward because yep. they were older than me. And yet they were putting their foot on my neck and asking me, why can't I get up? Yep. And Ooh. that's what some of us on this call uh -huh. had to go through, uh -huh. okay, to get to where we are right now. Perfect. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm grateful that, that I've, I've progressed, but, I, but I'm still dealing with that baggage too. You're you dealing with it now. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're dealing with it now. Jerome gonna get untold amount of money and immediately become responsible for other people's lifestyle choices. Mm. And these, I'm trying, some of y'all gonna do everything I say and you gonna, you gonna, you gonna fervently do every action. You're going to pray. You're going to meditate. You're going to do every single thing right. And you're going to wonder why you still don't have it. Because what was hidden in personal finances is the fact that some of y'all are responsible for your whole family. You're speaking the truth, Antonio. <laughs> I watched it personally. Person. Yeah. My, yeah. my daddy was always doing stuff. Everybody in his family giving out all loads of money. Yep. I was sitting there looking like he was had five heads and stuff. Yep. But my daddy died. They thought that it was my turn to pick up the torch. I said, "Oh no! I think y'all already That's, got y'all yep. allotment." Yep. That that turn yep. that turn. And they want you to act off. just like them and give our money just like them. Yep. I'm not yep. giving you it out up. like that. I, 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 <laughs> I said that, that 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 faucet turned off now. Mm -hmm. You so right. Go ahead, Ken. You got to have a family voicemail like I have. <laughs> I know you. you I, got a, I got a voicemail just for the family. If your ass ain't called me all year long, don't call me now. <laughs> I know that's right. I like that. I know it's right. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, if, if you don't think this applies to you, I'll give you an a, a exercise or a scenario. Go to your next funeral. And however many fools in your family come out, because you know, death bring out fools. Who know what I'm talking about? If they start dividing up your mama clothes, don't don't fool. Okay, me. let me speak on that. Let me speak on that. <laughs> come on, speak on it. <laughs> okay, check this out. It's struck a nerve for me because <laughs> I'm trying. My to mother always kept money, right? You always have a insurance. Uh, policy and everything for everybody but the thing is well you already know who money hungry you know that you're not gonna say that but when my mother passed away she had like a, a lady that she kept she was disabled so the lady went to my Amy and the two children that my mother was well her grandchildren she adopted went to my brother meaning check meaning check Okay, so um, I kept focused because I already knew that if I got the lady, it's going to slow me down because she's up in age and she can't move around like she normally do. But my mind wasn't focused on a check. They were doing everything to get a check. 
and I was um over her account. Oh, and they oh was, you was in a bad position, then. If you was over, I was over with her account. Uh, but I didn't even know you I was catching hell like Jerome did. <laughs> I was over the account. They were calling me. They were doing all that kind of stuff so I can release some money. So I released it oh, when now I was you catch hell like Susan did. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they were trying man. to get her clothes and purses and everything. So I know. You know it. You know it. <laughs> you, you, I, I pray for you folk over accounts. Go ahead, Susan. Well, I wouldn't be in this neck of the woods uh, out Ohio and <laughs> and so forth if it wasn't for what happened. Yep. Mom and dad were in Massachusetts. You know, um, they had um, built a home near you know my grandparents and her sisters that all built homes and my grandfather was the uh, I forget what he was something big in the city there and so my dad had a wonderful job at Raytheon he was he was um, working on the first microwaves oh, wow. as an engineer they they were having a very nice life they had three little boys and pregnant with me and that's when my dad's dad from Kentucky mm -hmm. um, was shot in the back and killed. It's tough. Um, it was, he, he had retired from teaching and was a coal mine inspector. And there were the disgruntled workers. They didn't get paid the amount they thought or something and, came, and they were let go or what, I don't know what happened. They had left and came back and they had been drinking. And they came and pounded on the door for my grandfather. And he came out to talk to him and explain the situation and so forth and turned around, you know, to go back into the building and they shot him in the back and killed him. That's tough. And so my dad being the only son felt it his duty, you know, he came back and so forth. And then they, he felt he needed to come back. His mom was that kind of a mom, you know, manipulating, you know, and she was like that the whole time I knew her too, you know, just that type anyways. Um, and so he felt obligated. He had two sisters, one with a disability hearing impaired. She couldn't hear. She was, and then another sister. Hmm. So he felt that obligation. So he up and moved his family uh, my mom pregnant with me and I was born in the rat. Uh, they were in, we called it the rat house, the rats in there. And, and I was born there and um, he, that's when he, you know, the Goodyear atomic, the uranium enrichment plant had been built. And so he started working there. So we moved, which was like three hours away, which was good from where they lived in, in Ashland, Kentucky. But, Still, my dad was always going over there, solving problems, you know, with even the kids my age and they're getting into trouble and all the things. So my dad spend the money and, you know, anytime there'd be a little bit of savings that they would have, it would end up going there. And so that's how it was mm -hmm. uh, for my mom and dad and, and, you know, ended that way with that whole situation until they were able to get away from that yeah. when they when they all kind of passed and that took uh, from you that took, yeah it took from me. yeah absolutely it did it took from me yes it did and and you know the 
actually in the interview, you know, um, we talked about that because I was born in that stressful situation. I think oh, we yeah. talked here. I was born in that stressful situation. The problems that I had with my health as a yeah. child yeah. were probably related to all that. It's so in your it, DNA. It's, all, called, it's called epigenetics. It's in your DNA. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You were born so, with yeah. PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen in any family. And, yep. you know, it happens in just, you know, regular middle-class families. Oh, yeah. It happened, but this was a very traumatic thing, you know, mm -hmm. to, I mean, you know, there, he went, guy went to prison, a big trial, mm -hmm. a whole bit. Um, so it was a, a major stress and shock. And, you sure. know, my mom really never got over it. And I asked her towards the end, you know, and she said, well, you know, I made the best of life there. And she did. She she ran the women's um, softball. She was in the softball, ran that league. She coached girls softball. My dad coached. They were very active in the community where we lived. And, you know, of course, everyone thought my mom was you know, being from Cape Cod, they sometimes shunned her a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. and they did that to me too. Oh yeah. You know, my mom dressed me like Nantucket and oh. on the way to school, I would change, you know, in the, <laughs> the floppies <laughs> whenever yeah. I could, you know, yeah. so, you know, you, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in families, all families yeah. across well, that. That's Every why I'm family classism. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's it's mm -hmm. worldwide. Yep. And you can have a whole family divided on classism. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh my why, god. <laughs> that's why you got the bougie aunt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, 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 this what I'm saying. This I'm not trying to make this white, black, or anything. I'm telling you, especially when she said regular middle class. Yeah, you got it the worst because you got one side of your family you know better. And then you have this, what's happening is you have this reputation that you have to fund now. Mm. You get what I'm saying? To, for me, to, some of y'all need to voluntarily repossess your car. It's killing you and you know it. But some of y'all in classism in a certain class where you bet not have no repossession on your car. Who know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shush, some, of y some of you don't even want to go to college. But your daddy was a doctor. Your mama was a doctor. Your auntie was a... Uh, all of a sudden. Come on, now. Now I'm listening to you. And I've realized I came from that. Yeah. So they expected of me to be the child that, you know, follows through and make sure I did the exact opposite. See. So that says, when I do hit, leave me the hell alone. Because mm -hmm. y'all don't believe I hit in a... Mm -hmm. But... <laughs> no, it, I, many I, people do that. Do the exact opposite. I'm realizing that that's what I've been doing. I stay mm -hmm. under the radar so that when they do call me, I can't help them. You, you understand? So then yeah. they start to know. Because that way you're not really looking into what it is that you expect yep. of me because I was raised this way. Right, right. Like that's my that's mom's crow. Yep. That's their crow. 
I, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like when people were like, you did a what? You wrote a book? <laughs> like, shut up. I'm like, damn, for real? I've, I've given y'all that bad of an image. Yep. But when it comes down to it, like I have a cousin that's a multi, you know, she makes that money. And her mm-hmm. problem is she believes that everybody wants her money because mm-hmm. of what you're saying right now. Yep. The truth of the matter is when you see money, especially me, because yep. she has money, but she loses money at the same time. And I see that every time you have money, she don't do what I think that she should do with the money. But then again, who the hell am I to talk about the fact that she got the money, right? <laughs> right. But... The universe has proven many and many and many a time that if you if you have this money and you don't do what say of the Lord to do, ah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll get you with that. Oh, they'll get you. you. Oh, they'll get you, Quisha. You know what the Bible say, Quisha? Right? They'll get you. you real quick. I didn't even know you went to church. <laughs> My God, for real. <laughs> oh, they'll get you. Yeah. You hit a nerve right there, but that is yeah. so true. That they'll mm. get you. Anything that'll hurt you, they'll get you. They'd be like, "Well, Susan, you and Phil doing so well. If you can just budget these people, the like you know, this is a real conversation because look how many people got something to say about it. You understand what I'm saying? It's real. It happens." And it is a big invisible part of the wealth gap. It is. And I'm telling you, folk will make you feel so guilty in order to shut them up. You'll choose poverty just to have them stop making you feel uncomfortable. Watch yourself, Reverend. No, Antonio, (laughs) I don't work like that. I control you. If I got to control your money for you so you can get it the right way. I'll control it for you. And at a, guess what? Mm-hmm. At a slight fee, a, a handling fee for doing it, that goes yeah. back to me because you're, you're still going to have more than you would have had if I'd have gave it to you. Yep. Nah, you're a smart man. I'm telling you, folk, I've seen, this is why we got false confessions. You know, like in the prisons, we got, you know, like so many different, I think the percentage is like 85% of confessions are like coerced or something like that because in the united states of america the supreme court says that the police officers can lie to you they can tell you they got all sorts of evidence and they don't mm-hmm. they, they can they can say anything they want it's a supreme court rule and they can say they can say well so, so we, we got your dna and they, they could be totally lying about that they can absolutely do that it's a hundred percent true and we got false confessions the reason why we have so many false confessions you, you're saying you're saying well why would anybody confess? It's simple because I'd rather shut you up <laughs> than have my say so. Mm-hmm. I just want I just want to do that. That's why. Okay, <laughs> so I said that's why I give you my money because because I ain't no dummy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no dummy. It gets better. Grace, read. I'm gonna show you what to read. I'm gonna highlight it for you. It gets better, y'all. I love the the gold lender is my favorite. Want you start right here. But I want to shout all on this paragraph right here. You know what I'm saying? All right, come on, let's go. And not wishing to be foolish with this money, with his money, 
Thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I, this LASIK was working, but you know, which amounted to what he could save otherwise in 50 years. Roden wisely seeks the counsel of the gold lender, Mathen, due to his long experience in loaning money successfully. One of the first things that Mathen explains is how providing assistance to another should never result in your taking on the burden yourself. Oh, we don't talk. Keep going, Grace. In other words, were Roden to loan his money to someone who was incapable of repaying it, he would be taking on the burden of the lack of that money. The way to alleviate that is to require a borrower to provide some sort of collateral, something of value to the borrower to secure the loan. All right, I got to come through like that's getting own. good now. <laughs> right, right, down, right down my alley. That's it. I got to come through like y'all uncle and, and, and spit some truth at you. You understand? This I, I'm your uncle that barbecue well. That's me right now. That's me. I need you. That, that's a good uncle. You understand? That's the uncle with them jokes. I need you to receive that being a blessing should never also be a burden mm. Mm, jesus but that ain't how we live like that ain't how we live and that ain't what we taught that's not what we taught and so i'm gonna say again that some of y'all carrying a whole lot of crosses wondering why you crucified every day i'm gonna say it again you know i've got so thursday you know we we talk we talk esoterically on thursdays and i'm I'm back and forth between two different topics. I'm going to tell you the one I really want to do. I'm not sure if we're going to do it, but I'm going to tell you the one I want to do. It's a 50-50 chance. To be, write this down as I say it, Grace, to be inside the will of God is to be crucified by other people. It's a 50% chance we talking about that Thursday. Thanks. That's true. To be inside the will of God is to be crucified by other people. The moment you start doing stuff for you, crosses come out, arms get stretched, nails get hammered. Who know what I'm talking about? (laughs) You understand? You understand? My God, my God. The moment you start focus on you, folk can't handle that, Adrian. They can't handle it. They cannot handle you in your gift, sharing your life. <laughs> oh, to think that they can say something that would make me stop. That's it. That's, this is Get why. away from me. <laughs> A pork shift. You got me all the way chopped. Are you kidding? Really? Okay. You show right. You show right. right. I gotta get it. Right. It's not hard. This is not right. Y'all, I'm at work and y'all gonna have me shouting. She is driving at work. Oh, my bad. My bad, man. My, my bad. <laughs> you gotta get out of there. Yeah, you gotta, listen. We're gonna have to do something quick. You need to call quick. me. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you on that. One day you just, I'm not gonna do what everybody thinks I'm gonna do, but you're gonna feel it and you're gonna walk right out of there. Yeah. And, and, and I'm a t- man, and how many now I'm gonna be real with you. Talisha online said and on YouTube says she dealing with all this right now. I'm 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 gonna be honest with you, Jerome. This is I'm talking because because just me, Jerome, Susan, 
just, just, we're just talking to us three. It feel bad doing the right thing by us, don't it? it we, you know what I'm saying? It's it just like, it's, it's easy to talk about it in theory. Yeah, I'm gonna take care of me. I'm gonna make sure. But in practice, it eat at our hearts, don't it? I feel good. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> feel good. <laughs> yes, sir. It does. It, it does. does. It does. Go ahead, Grace. Tomorrow, my folks are flying to see my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to see our house for the first time. And mom called and said, hey, our flight leaves at this time. Are you able to take us? And at the time, I was like, yeah, I think I, yeah, I'll be able to take it. it was, she thought it was a later time. She called back. She said, oh, we actually have to be here at this time. So we got to leave a little early. Is that okay? Now, if it's not, you let me know in time so I can get somebody, you know, well, you can get somebody else. I said, okay, bye. I'll let you know. So, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with that. As long as your mama is living. Do all you can to create memories would be my advice. So, so that's my advice. Because one day the memories gonna stop being created. You know oh, you're not gonna make me cry, Antonio. No. <laughs> that's my advice. That's my advice. Now listen, I'm telling you though, the lady who adopted me, uh, uh, her name is Lucy. She's a nutcase too, y'all. Let me tell you. If you I, I'm I, I ain't Lucy. <laughs> I, I act just like her. I'm, I'm telling you. I knew it. I act just like her. If you think I'm crazy, I got it from the tree. I got it from the tree, the tree itself. She is a nut. She uh, she is. She is. She is. She is. She is. And she been working at the courthouse county clerk for like 40 years now. She just, she's been tearing up the county clerk since she's been there. Since she's been there. And she'll call me and sometimes I won't answer. Because she's not negative. She's she's one of them people, she like Monica. You just it, it hit her and it float off. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just uh, hit her, float off. She don't give a damn. She don't. She, she'll tell you, she, I don't give a damn. You know, she'll, she'll tell you real quick. <laughs> but she has a habit of carrying other people's negativity to me as a warning. Mm-hmm. You know, like, baby, baby, such and such thinking this, saying this, just watch yourself. And I got to the point, I don't want to hear it no more. You understand what I'm saying? I don't hear it no more. So when I know it's there, I don't answer. I make a text it to me. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm not telling you I'm right. I'm telling you, regardless of my relationship with you, I will protect my energy. Mm. Now, you ain't got to like that. Mm-hmm. It feels bad sometimes, but I'm no good to anyone empty. Let me tell you something. I had a, it was a preacher in Galveston, Charles Wheat's name. He sleeps his ancestors now. I watched Charles Wheat, Pastor Wheat. I watched him get up, Phil, and I watched him tell his congregation, now you know I love y'all. And he said, but sometime pastor get empty. I watched him. I, I respected it so much. That sometime pastor get empty. And one day, one of y'all are gonna catch me on an empty day. And I ain't gonna have no pastor words for you. So during this time and this time, let me recharge. You know, for one to two or something like that, he said, just let me pray and recharge for you come in because I'm trying not to be empty. Boy, that's so relatable. 
that is so relatable because we make our biggest financial mistakes when we are empty. Do you understand? Not just financial. I'm, I'm, yeah, not just financial. You can't make a good decision from a bad place. Mm. You just can't do it. Be not afraid to hold someone to collateral. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> so the book say, fill me up. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Be not afraid to hold someone to their collateral. If you want something from me, I'm going to need all that. I've even taken somebody ID before. You understand, Jerome? Like you, can't, you, ain't, you can't have your ID until. And I'm from the old school. If I give it to you, if you ain't got it and you can't pay me back, I'm just going to give it to you. <laughs> so, so, so some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of you older folks know what I'm talking about. That's the best way so you don't have to feel some kind of way. Because you're going to duck and dodge me and I'm going to have to choke the, the life out of you. And I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, no, no, but you got to keep, you have to know your weaknesses and don't put yourself in your weaknesses. I don't like when people know you owe me and you acting like you don't owe me. I just rather you say, look, look, bro, I ain't got it. I didn't have it when you gave it to me. And I was the same ignorant fool when I, when you gave it to me. I done put myself in a deeper hole. No, they really meant Antonio. And I didn't intend to get it give it back to you in the first place. That, that, that's why it's better to just give. Let's keep it factual now. That, that, you show right. You show and let's right. keep it to $100. That's, that, way. <laughs> that was good. That's my, I that's like my that. Number. That's the limit, $100. You need more than that, you need a job. And if you well, make $100, can. I ain't going to be mad at you if you don't mm-hmm. get that back. Mm-hmm. But here's what I did, Antonio. I tell them, if you catch me while I have it in my wallet, I might lend it to you. But once it go in that safe, oh, I don't touch that. I know that's right. That's, that's, that's Everybody needs something like that. Everybody needs something like that. We had we have somebody in this community two days ago asked for money. Y'all know me. I, I give out money. I'll come here and say, all right, y'all, we need some help. You know me. I'll raise money for somebody real quick. I just told y'all we're gonna give $75,000 a lot. I, I'll do it real quick. But I think they asked for something like, I don't know, whatever it was. $250, whatever it was. Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me. Future you will thank you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That's no problem. That's not, that's not a problem at all. The thing is, I'm watching how you ain't doing nothing for the last year. Nothing. And it's not that I want, it's not that I don't, it's, it's, I want to give everybody money. But when I see you self-sabotaging, keeping yourself in the same cycle, that same holding pattern of poverty and negativity, I know I am not supposed to lend you this money right now. I'm not telling you that, that see, if you homeless or something, or if you down on your luck, you can get everything I got. I'm not talking about down on your luck. I'm not talking about being homeless. I'm not telling you that if I give you money and you go smoke crack with it or something, that I'm mad at that. I have no problem with you taking my money and going to get high because that ain't my responsibility. See, I'm, 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 I'm way up here with some of y'all. That ain't my responsibility. What you do with the Lord's blessing is up to you. Because I just believe, Sister Booker, that if you that down on your luck and, and you go shoot some heroin in your veins with the blessing I gave you, the way I look at it, Sister Booker, Jesus is going to put his veins on your veins. Come on, help me somebody. So y'all don't listen, 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 right. listen, <laughs> listen, stop your trend right now. Hold <laughs> up, wait a minute. Stop it. But you are so, 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 so right. And I know that there are many people that don't give the blessing because of they think they're thinking so much of what they're about to do with the yep. blessing as opposed to seeing the blessing That's right. and giving. That's right. And, absolutely. And you, you tread. You, mm. Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely I'm, right. You're about to get absolutely thrown right. in. You're about to get thrown in. <laughs> you're get right. ready. Get ready. <laughs> She's like, get ready to throw something at me. You're right. I just believe that. Can I do it, Grace? That the God we serve. I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm just trying. I, I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll put his veins where your veins are. And protect you from what could be. Mm. That's just me, though. Amen. Me. Okay, all right. That, that that's just me. No, I'm not trying to bother nobody. That's just me and what I think. If you don't think that, congratulations. Don't think it. That's just what I think. You understand what I'm saying? But when I see you intentionally self-sabotaging, and you are avoiding prosperity, that's not down on your luck. You're not listening to me. When you are purposely making choices because you don't want to come back to a community that loves you or you intentionally have a problem with something or you are just going to continuously sabotage yourself because this is your choice, that is not down on your luck. That is, you ain't hit rock bottom yet and you can't change. Is that when you got on the designer jeans, but you go in the Versace store with the money I loaned you, right? That's right. That's right. And sometimes, and let me hear you. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me set that up again. 
I'm not talking about being down on your luck. Everybody should be loved back to wholeness. I'm talking about when Susan tells Antonio this and Antonio says, you're right, Susan. Get them ceremonial yeses, but I still do the stuff that I know ain't good for me. That's not down on my luck. That's not, I mean, I'm not in no cutback season. I'm intentionally making sure I'm hiding from the face of God. I'm, try, I'm trying not to. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 the chilly winds is blowing. Watch it. And I'm making sure I ain't behind the rock. You understand? I'm, I'm just making sure. And when that happens, that person is going to continue to do it until they hit rock bottom. Some of y'all, you ain't hit rock bottom yet. That's why you ain't changed. This is an, the next thing I'm going to say is an opinion. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. Did I say it? This is an opinion. This is an opinion. You can write it down if you want to. This is an opinion. But I believe a man can't be a man until that man lose everything. Back. I also believe you shouldn't even be dating a man that ain't finished. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. Do you understand what I'm saying? If that man ain't finished, that man gonna cheat because he ain't finished. I don't give a damn what you say. You you say what you want. Say what you want, but until he finished, you, no matter how good you are, he ain't finished. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. This is an opinion. I don't and, like you right now, really. <laughs> and until that man lose everything, that ain't no man. That's his mama's. That's that's his mama's boy. His, his daddy's son. I don't know what it. That ain't no man. Not until he lose everything. And if a man ain't lost everything, that man can't secure you. Because men lose everything, ain't got no help, and then we got to figure out how to get it back. That's where you become a man. This is the Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ew. Let me tell you. But if that man has never hit the bottom, you are so, so right. But yeah, stay away from that they man. Have, they have money to do everything that they need to do. Mm-hmm. But until they've hit rock bottom, they haven't seen all of the complete. That, mm, you, that's you, a you, you, you can't know God if you ain't tried him. That, 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 that's what you're saying. You know what I'm Woo, saying? That is a word. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. Come on, Grace. Come back real quick. Come back real quick. And write, write her. Write her. I need you to come write her for me. Right there. <laughs> Tyrell was talking about the southern draw we got. Write her. Here we go. <laughs> Roden acknowledged, acknowledged that his brother-in-law did not possess the skills of a merchant. Watch yourself, Grace. And so Mathen explained again that while it is noble to lend a hand, it is critical to make certain that you are not taking on the burden for yourself. In the case of Roten's brother-in-law, the purpose of the loan would likely end up in failure due to the brother-in-law's inexperience, thus transferring the lack of funds to Roten. All right, God damn it. This is the last thing we talk about about this chapter, and then we're moving on to the next chapter. Here, Grace, read it again. It's too much to it's too this time. We, we got a Sunday school, we got Sunday school this thing now. Go ahead. Here we go. 
Roland acknowledged Stop that. right there, Grace. Stop right there. Stop right there. Roland acknowledged. Susan already get it. If you don't know, or if you pretending like you don't know, or if you ain't got enough courage to stand by what you know, you already lost your money. At some, at some point, you got to acknowledge Antonio ain't no good. This, oh, y'all don't want to play with me. He ain't fit to, I'm not giving him another, I ain't $19.99 in a month, not another time. <laughs> I'm not doing another thing because every time I come over there, I am worse off than what I came. If that's the case, if that's what you think about me, you need to go somewhere else. And if you not, if and if you are too afraid to go somewhere else, don't worry. The Holy Spirit will break your life up and then ship you somewhere else. I wish I had somebody right. You, yeah, yes, yes, he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> and shake your whole foundation since you don't want to move. And all of a sudden, you got blown to the right place you were supposed to be. You can walk or you can get blown. That's up to you. That was that 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 wasn't for everybody. Just you, some some folk know what I'm talking. I about. felt that. I felt okay. that, Antonio. Yes, yes. You, you can walk or get blown. I'd rather walk. I told Grace this morning. Grace, we got to find a new way to learn that lesson. This, 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 you need to find a new way to learn that lesson. Don't do that. Learn the lesson differently. Some of y'all need to hear that. Some of y'all keep learning the lessons of your life in massive defeat. You know there's a better way to learn. I can't tell you which way is better because it's an infinite possibility of better. <laughs> it's just tell you that if you got to lose every time, if you always got to be chastised, if you always have to be in a negative balance every time in your life, in your finances, in your spirit, you need to find another way to learn. Mm. It is. It, listen, 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 y'all. Sometimes God will ordain your feet into trouble. It's the truth. So stop letting, stop letting charismatic people like me tell you just because you're in trouble, you ain't doing well. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Sister Booker, can I do it? If she say yes, I'm going to let y'all. Then that is a lie. It is a lie. If you are in hard times, don't worry about it because it don't mean that you are being punished. That's right. <laughs> don't mean it. And tr trouble don't last always. It don't last always. But so Sister Booker gave me permission. Luke chapter four, verse one says, and Jesus, full of the spirit, is then led by the same spirit, Jerome, into the wilderness. You missed it. Don't worry about it. I'll do it again. Prophet Jerry, get your sermonic glasses on. This is for you. Jesus just got baptized, full of the spirit, full of heaven on earth. And that same heaven on earth say, now go to the worst thing in your life. See, sometimes the very spirit of God will run you into trouble. Just because you're in trouble don't mean you're being punished. It means you're being prepared. It means you're wounded in the house of your friends. <laughs> That's it. Now, I, need you to, right? I need you to get it because some of y'all financial situations is just preparing you to learn how to not to lose money no more. Oh, but I need you to get this thing say you need to acknowledge that some folk you giving money to 
are in your life just to drain your finances. That was a word for me. Oh, oh Jesus. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, I'm glad you got your word. I, I, let, let, let me help y'all just for the true story. 18 years old. Alpha 110 Assassins, Fort Lindenwood, Missouri. Basic training. We in the white phase. If you don't know that, it's red, white, and blue phase. White phase means weaponized. That's when you learn all the weapons. And they take us on a 25, 25 kilometer ruck march. This means we got our rucksack on. The rucksack, they made us stack it up to about 50 pounds. It was a 50 pound rucksack march, 25 kilometers. That's, that's about 14 and a half miles, something like that. That's, that's 25 squares on your map. Mm. Or, or if you look at the map and there's a square, that's 25 clicks. That's 25 squares. So we walked 25 squares and I kept hearing this loud crash. I've never heard anything like it before. Turns out we were marching to the grenade, to the grenade range. And this huge drill sergeant, Susan, I'll never forget it. He looked like a black anime character. He was huge. His uniform didn't even fit. He was huge, solid. I don't know why he was in the military. He should have been benching with Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. He was huge, huge. And this man said something I'll never forget. I had no idea he was teaching me a life lesson or shit. But I had to process what he said. What they did, they had a C-shaped wall, but the wall was coming, it was C like this. So the, the hump of the C was out. And it was six feet tall. I'm five foot seven. You know what I'm saying? I'm five foot seven. The wall was six feet tall. So you got to stand back and look out over the wall. And then the grenade has two triggers is what I'll call it. You got the one at the top, but as long as you are holding the grenade properly, mm-hmm. that you can put that pin back on. But they got something called, don't milk the grenade. Ain't that right, Jerome? Milking the grenade is when you do this. Because oh, wow. here's the deal, because as you grow up, when you pick up something, you automatically do this because you see it on TV. Oh. You you fool around and milk the grenade if you want to. The countdown has started. No. And this big old Super Saiyan Street Fighter drill sergeant, <laughs> this man say, now y'all got one time. If this grenade fall in, or if you endanger anything, you got one shot for me to save you. Hear me well. He says, when I reach for you, if you don't grab for me, you dead. Mm. And he repeated. And I got to thinking, I couldn't, I felt like I learned something, Jerome. I felt like, you know, we, so we, you know, you got to push it out. We, ain't nobody died that day, but I felt like I learned something. <laughs> and for weeks, I'm trying to process this information. And it wasn't until right before graduation boot camp. I realized this man said, I'm going to reach for you one time. Oh, there's a spiritual implication here. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to quit reaching for folk all the time. One. Two, it takes far less muscles to reach for people than it do to grab. See, when I'm coming to save you, Arshia, my job is to reach. Your job is to grab. 
rewind, press play. My job is to extend mm -hmm. the hand of God. Mm -hmm. Your job is to use more muscles than what I'm extending. Mm -hmm. And if you ain't reaching back at me more than I'm reaching at you, that's where you're supposed to be at. Because some folk are like <laughs> <laughs> some folk are like grenades the only job is to explode and take everybody with them this this in fact is listen here's the deal spiritually some folk like the light some folk like a different party you call it the dark and it's all perfect but there's some folk around y'all. They whole financial situation is going to always be dark, going to forever be dark. And I need you to hear me well, Renee. Unstable folk can only stabilize themselves one way. Think about an 11-month-old baby trying to walk. Come up to Phil, wobbling. Phil ain't wobbling. Grab Phil knees, feels get get bumped a little bit, and the baby stabilized. You missed it. It was really it was real subtle in there. The only way the baby can stabilize itself is to destabilize you. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all finances are incredibly volatile because you got some unstable folk borrowing from you every chance they get. You ain't gotta believe me. It's covered in chapter. It's, it's right here. I'm not making this up. In chapter, whatever chapter this is, six, I think, mm -hmm. and the richest man in Babylon, my man Rodin had to realize as much loyalty as I should be giving my brother-in-law, he unstable. And if I want to win, I can't keep hanging around and giving the unstable folk. Now, I know that feel bad. And me, Susan and Jerome, our heart is bleeding. We want to help everybody. That's why we get scammed all the time. You understand what I'm saying? We want to help everybody. But if you don't reach for me, grab for me. When I reach for you, I'm going to need you to handle that situation. Apparently, you and God are trying to work something out. <laughs> and I'm messing up your story. <laughs> Let me back up a little bit. Until you learn whatever lesson you're supposed to be learning. And once you learn it, you'll do good with your money. And as funny as you think that may sound, I want everybody to think about who is draining your finances, whether it be you or somebody else, or you and somebody else. Ask yourself, are you in a better financial situation than which, than which you were born? And if you aren't, you ain't learned a single lesson in all your years. However, Oprah say that sperm hit that egg and boom, you was born. Whatever financial situation that you was in, if you still there, you ain't learned nothing. I know it hurt, but you ain't learned nothing. And that ain't how it go. You understand what I'm saying? And you can't be a gold lender when you always need gold. Before we move on to the next one, 
Let me say it this way. I want to spiritualize it so everybody can get it. If Sister Booker keep trying to tell me God is good, but she always got to ask me for $250, I can't follow Sister Booker. God is good to her. Because <laughs> you keep giving her $250. And you understand. It's some, it's some folk out there right now need $250. And, and they so slick with it. They so slick with it, Anthony. They'll they, they, move through a community privately. And then they, they say stuff like this here. <laughs> they say stuff like, I don't they just keep it between me and you. You know what I'm saying? And then listen. And then we like to take the humble approach when we need something. You know, if you if if it's if you don't, don't worry about it. It's all right. It's all right. Let me, let me I tell I tell Grace, Deanna, and the whole team this all the time. You taking that whole noble route in poverty is the dumbest thing I've ever seen you do. Y'all got so much faith in being a good person. I, I, I don't I don't let them make it. I don't let them make it. So I just want to make I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. So it's you talking about the person that needs it, but when they need it, they come with the whole story. No, I ain't talking about the story. I, was, I just gave you an example of the story. I'm saying okay. a bunch of people out here saying how good God is, how good my company is, but they always need money. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look, imagine, right. imagine me saying, "Ooh, ATS, ATS, ATS." But uh, uh, Anthony, let me, let me. I need you to buy this, man, so I can get up. <laughs> Tony, I'll need to examine that closely, sir. And I also need my attorney and my lawyer to check over the fine print right. and the paperwork, and I'll get back to you. I know that's right. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerome. This, this, this one, this one of my good buddies, and uh, and he good. I'm telling you, he real good. Mm-hmm. He called me about a month ago, and and he, every time he, he got he got the story, he said, "Oh man." You know, he said, he said, I got paid. I mm. put my tide in. You know, I done paid the bill. I, I done helped so-and-so out. But he said, but 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 I don't have enough to mm. put the, for, for the food in the house. But 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 yeah, I I, I, but I, I and I don't know how I'm gonna get it. And, and you know what I said to him? Pay yourself just first. God. Just trust God. Don't put that. <laughs> but, don't, but, but, but you know how he called me. Mm-hmm. Cause he knew if I had some extra. He was gonna get it. He knew right. that, and I said, "Well, you know, just pray. God gonna provide." So I'm about two weeks later. He was talking to one of the other brothers, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same story. Same story, right? Mm-hmm. And that brother didn't have no money to give to him either. He was sitting in my car, right? So I went into the glove compartment, right? Said, "Told I said, told him grab the envelope." So I grabbed the envelope out. I had eighty dollars in that envelope, right? I pulled twenty dollars out of that envelope, put it in his hand, put the envelope back in the uh, the glove compartment. I say, now you know what that's for, right? He said, no. I say, that's my emergency fund. Mm. So just in case I'm on the road, just in case I gotta go somewhere. Oh yeah, need a tire Having that there in that glove compartment means that no matter what's going on. I can get, I can put a little food in me. Mm-hmm. I, I can put a little gas in the car. I can make it back home. Or I can make it to the bank and get some. That's my emergency fund. I said, but guess what? I said, I just depleted my emergency fund. 
because guess who just became my emergency? He said, me. I said, hello. Mm. I said, I said, now you understand, don't you? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, 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 and listen to me, I wasn't happy about that because he had already talked to me two weeks earlier mm -hmm. and I told him, trust the Lord, he's trying to get money from somebody else, still don't have it. And he's sitting there talking about, I still ain't got no food miles. Here you go. Wow. But guess what that's from? That's not from my, that's from my, that's my emergency money. Mm. I shouldn't have to give you my emergency because that's for my emergency. Oh, you know I made him feel bad about it. Oh, yeah. I gave him 20. <laughs> no, Bro, you got to. a good, you got a really good heart. I'm glad you got my share of your heart. <laughs> but I got, yeah, we, but I got people we, like we that. We try to put life. some of his heart in you. We, we try. <laughs> oh, just un understandably, I tell him all the time, you don't care about fixing your situation. You care about getting credit that you were noble in a bad situation. I need y'all to know that I need you to recognize the difference between people. Every y'all create these terrible, terrible situations. And then you start saying, well, you know, that's all right. I'm going to handle it. I'm going to be a woman. I'm going I'm to, I'm you know, I'm going to be a man. I'm a, you could you could be noble, wealthy. See, see Kim, see when I do that, you. I like you it. Yeah, you don't have to show how good of a person you are by creating negative, nasty circumstances. You can also be a noble person in regular circumstances. But y'all reward system is so messed up that the only time you can prove that you can handle your business is when you're forced to handle your business. And it ain't this universe forcing you, it's you. Some of y'all, you, some of you, you got the belief, ooh, I perform well under pressure. So what do you do? You wait till the last minute to create pressure situations. That's the dumbest thing on the planet. That is so dumb. And somebody needs to tell you that is dumb. That is absolutely dumb. That you didn't convince yourself that you perform well under pressure. So what do you do? You go all the way and wait till last minute, create pressure just so you can perform. I promise you. It's dumb. It is. It is. It is. It is a terrible, terrible situation that you could be doing. Okay? Terrible situation. Diana, do me a favor. Mm -hmm. we need, we, we're going to the walls of Babylon. I'm, I'm just gonna have so much fun today. I am. I'm gonna have so much fun today. Here we go, right here. I need you to read right here and right here. It's the first Thursday of the week, right? <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> go ahead. In chapter seven, the shortest chapter of the book, mm -hmm. we are introduced to old Benzar, who is an old warrior of the times past. At this particular time, the city of Babylon is under siege and king at this particular time the city of babylon is under siege and king along with main garrison of troops is off on a conquest but the city of babylon is well protected by enormous walls with huge bronze doors which keeps which keep 
invaders out and provide a vantage point for the defenders to I gotta uh, uh, yeah, it, go. counteract with burning oil, arrows, and if necessary, spears. The citizens of Babylon are frightened out of their minds. Mm-hmm. All day and all night, they can hear the sounds of the invaders trying to breach the walls. And they see evidence of, of the fierce battle and the multitude of wounded soldiers being carried down from the walls. Right. Grace, come over read the next part. I'm going to highlight it for you. Okay. You just have to look. Time and again, the citizens approach old Banzer, who was in the best position to deliver news as a guard upon the passageway leading up to the walls to ask if the walls will hold. I remember reading that part. They were spazzing. Mm-hmm. Some are concerned for their own safety. Others are concerned about the safety of their families. Little children ask if they will be safe. Banzer, knowing the strength of the walls and the defenders, reassures all that the walls will hold and the invaders will be turned back. He knows this because the walls were built at a great expense of money and human effort specifically for this task. Due to his confidence in the defenses, the citizens are able to rest more comfortably. Finally, after a siege of three weeks and five days, the attackers withdrew just as old Banzer predicted. The good citizens of Babylon can finally sigh their relief. All right, we got two lessons according to the writer here. Deanna, give me the first one. Grace, you're going to give me the second one, and I'm going to tear this up. The lesson. In this case, there are two lessons. The first is that security is something that must be planned in advance. Watch yourself. To fit the needs of the potential calamities that might come to us, threatening our safety. In our financial lives, we plan security in many ways, through insurance for life, health, and property. With diversification of our investments and by choosing investments with risks appropriate to our ability to absorb losses, among other things. Grace? The second lesson comes from old Banzer himself. Having experienced many battles upon those walls and therefore being in the position to know that the defense was up to the task, he was able to reassure the citizens that all would be well. Much the same as the citizens of Babylon, we often hear day in and day out of the terrible things going on with the markets, the economy, and so forth. It is helpful to have an advisor or mentor, someone who knows how the defenses work in our times of need. This experienced person is in a position to really know what is going on and to help reassure us that all will be well. All right. This section, we talk about defending your last name. Mm. defending your last name this is very i'm about to say something that you're not used to saying me and kim we married i'm a loser kim is not i am going to attach my loserness to kim kim gonna give up her last name and inherit my loserness. Rewind. Press play. Me and Jerome are married. Cuff and him. <laughs> Show us now. Before we start, hit him now. <laughs> Me and Jerome are married. The last name Red means something. Oh, but Smith is charismatic. And I need him. 
to let me take on his last name because mine ain't worth nothing. So I convinced him to marry me. And now I inherit his last name. But now my poison tree is sitting in the middle of his last name's garden. Rewind, press play. Me and Arshia, we married. And Arshia is so well, so so empathetic, and she is willing to give up her last name. And as Deanna and Grace has told us before, I done led Arshia into poverty because that's what my last name has meant for many a generations. I need y'all to get that your last name is not your last name. It is your corporation. I got to give it to you. Your last name is not your last name. It is your corporation. That's why I always t- tell them what I always tell you. There's two words I always tell you. Listen, I'm not, it's two words. Let me see if she get it right. Go ahead. When I give you a fist bump. Smith clan. All right. I say Smith clan. I'm trying to get, because I'm trying to, I tell my kids the same way. So you can't correct kids. That's not the way it works. Because they're not going to listen. You heard agents say, I'm going do the opposite. Because mm-hmm. the only way to get your freedom is to choose your own choices. So what I do is I give my kids Smith principles. Boy, this is good. And I tell them in the Smith clan, this is how we react to things. This I is how it. we. <laughs> and go ahead, because we got a team Allen out here. See what I'm saying? You get real lucky to be in, to be in, integrated into, like you, what's your last name? Oh, Team Allen. Okay, let me explain. Yeah. 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 Yep. No. I need y'all to get it. I'm giving you, I'm talking about only finances, but I'm giving you examples so everybody can walk with me at the same time. The humor consultants, consultants teach you every chance they get, make sure in your keynote, people can walk with you at the same time. I don't, I don't want to leave you back. I don't want to leave you back in. I am. Damn it, that wealth gap. I, I, we out the wealth gap now. Okay, I want you. With, I want you with me, right here. We gotta be walking together. This is why y'all need to be on Mondays and Tuesdays with the human consultant. That's all right, though. We. I need you here with me right now, so I'm giving you many a story and many illusions. I did something to. I did something. Okay, got a question from YouTube. Good, and it starts off with I was adopted. We got mm. one, two, Monica three and then now four we got four adopted nope law was adopted five because that's you know uh okay so we got five adopted people here that's perfect perfect i did something to diana's son diana's son is incredibly he's definitely one of them star child star children you know what i'm saying and he's susan he is a ah, jesus he is he's so intuitive he will he'll be in the back and he'll just come out, he'll just come out. And he was like, Yeah, hey, I want to give you a hug, Susan. Oh, Miss Susan, want to give you a hug. Because he didn't felt something. Mm-hmm. He don't say nothing. He just walk up and give a little hug. And it was real cute. And then walk off. Mm-hmm. And he did, he, it's, it's clockwork. If, if anything changed, he does that. And you know, I noticed this immediately. He's been doing this since birth. He's, he's, he's seven now. No, he's seven, seven. And in school, you know, he, he want to flip a little table or something. <laughs> no, I, that's exactly what happened. You know, he, he want to 
You get mad, he wants to shake a table. Like, I'm mad. And so, you know, Danny says something. Diana says something. I try not to say nothing, Jerome. But when I do say something, I say something. And it sticks. And, and, and it sticks. I'm going to let Deanna tell y'all what I told him, and it has lasted. Go ahead. <sighs> he told him, he said, you're a genius. He's like, did you think it? He said, did you know you were a genius? And my son said, no, he had this look on his face like, what the hell is that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not a genius. And the more Antonio drilled it into him, the more he was like, yeah. I'm a genius and he said it he and he said it with pride and to this day he he had another situation at school he said mommy I want to tell you something that happened today and I'm like what happened he said, something happened at school and I got so angry mommy and I wanted to cry so I just walked off he said because that's what geniuses do geniuses walk <laughs> off now that I made him. I set him. Everybody getting on him. I, I mean, look, it's done now. Ain't nothing I can say to you. You understand what I'm saying? You little knucklehead. I told him. I said, look, you're a genius. If you're gonna be mad, don't let people see you're mad. Because the boy you're mad at ain't got in trouble. You did. Ain't no email getting sent home for him. It's you. And I said, Jesus, don't act like that. Jesus, no. I say, if you're going to get mad, I say, at least don't get caught. That's what I told him. I kept it real with him. That's what I told him. I say, if you're going to do it, at least be smart enough not to get caught. That's what I said. Because see, now I got to say something because you dumb enough to get caught. That's what I told him. I say, no, you a genius. He don't know what what the hell a genius is. And I made him chant it like 10 times until I felt comfortable that he believed it. He was a genius, and now that's our thing now. And you, I'm a genius. I just write. I'm a genius. And geniuses don't do that. That's all I got to do from now on to say geniuses don't do that. And whatever he was doing, he got a meaning in his own head that say, you show right. Geniuses don't do that. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm number two in this lesson. I'm the Banzir guy. See, y'all, y'all, y'all chill out. Them, them walls straight. Don't worry about them walls. Do you have somebody in your life? This is what Anthony keeps trying to say. I control your finances. You don't know what to do with it. You know, it is there somebody in your financial life saying, chill out? It's going to work out, Margie. Don't even worry about it. Because yep. if you ain't got that person, you need that person. And if you are that person, you need a new circle. Watch it. Grant Cardone hang out with Elon Musk. One's a billionaire, one's the richest man on the planet. As of this recording, yesterday, Elon Musk secured the, the, the purchase of Twitter, $45 million, $54 per share. Yes. I knew it was going to... Anybody understanding money, there's no way they was going to turn that down. Yeah. It's 50% more than what it's worth. All the shareholders get cashed out. Anybody on the board get cashed out at a billion of people? Ain't nobody turn it down. I don't care how much human consultants and human consultant feel his $50 billion. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to have a conversation. Let's just have a conversation, baby. We got to have a conversation 
about $50 billion. We, we, we can't just make a rash decision here. We need to be rational. That's what we need to do. You need somebody that tells you, chill out during bad times. But now back to number one, but you can't chill out if you ain't put up your defenses properly. Let me look at, read Talisha's question out loud for me. I was adopted. So what if my last name don't really have a meaning and ran away from my last name and got married to avoid my past hurt of the adopted name? I don't know who I am. That's good. That's good. That's perfect. That's, that's. That's perfect. Let me tell you why that's perfect. The reason why that's perfect. And I love this situation. If you, first off, she doesn't even have a problem. I know the novice would tell you, you got a problem and got solutions for you. This is what I like about not knowing who you are. You get to make it up now. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, I told, I, I cannot stress this enough. If you don't know who you are, guess what? Make it up. Oh my God, this is so, not knowing who you are is a blessing. It is not a curse. It is not a bad thing. Because now you get to decide who you're going to be. Antonio. Yes, sir. You told us, and I remember this in the beginning, that your blessing was that your parents Thank God for weren't it, there to influence you. Oh, praise God. You were in the trash can. So all of that stuff. Look at it that parents put on their kids, Never you didn't have that be put. Now you still was a pistol. You still oh, was yeah. a piece of, piece of work. No oh, question yeah. about that. But you didn't have all that to carry with you along with everything else. So by the time you finally woke up and smelled the coffee, look at, look at you now. That's right. So I, re- I, remember you, I remember you saying that. That's that right. You didn't have all of that baggage. I'm so grateful. Your parents on you when you were in that trash can. I'm so grateful. How can he say that? Well, I stopped and I thought about that. And I said, you know what? He's right. Because mm-hmm. the way I was raised and the way I was influenced, influenced how I thought of myself and how I thought about what was around me. And it was tough, tough. and it was hard until I ran into Mr. Posey. That's right. That's right. That's right. Talisha just said in YouTube, I showed it to y'all. She said, oh, wow, that that, that really helped right here. I don't know if y'all can see the chat over here. And she said, I never looked at it that way. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Never looked at it that way. Thanks. If you don't know who you are, that is a blessing. I'm going to say two or three things here. And I want to add to what Jerome, when I add, but I want to respond to what Jerome said. The first thing I want to tell you is, if you don't know who you are, you get to decide who you want to be. And if you're trying to decide who you want to be, you don't know who you are, you can't do it. It's because you're missing the element there. You don't know what you won't tolerate no more. Oh, look at it, Jerome. If you don't, if you, if you don't know who you are, that's a blessing, go create it. And if you're saying, but I can't, that's because you have not been conscious of what you would no longer tolerate. Anything you allow continues. Antonio, uh, I would like to talk, speak on a little bit of what you was talking with uh, Deanna's son, because uh, it was about 20 years ago, but my girlfriend's son got in trouble and he was in prison 
But every time she would go see him, he would, because the guys would, you know, flirt with her and say different things and all things, and she would, he would get in fights and he had a bad attitude, so he stayed in trouble and stuff. So when I went with her, and we just got to talk, and I had never met him because even though I knew her, she was my beautician, and um, she just um, she just listened to me and not um, and I was telling him about um, you know being in prison. You could be in prison, but you don't have to be in prison. You know your body is That's here, right. but your That's mind right. is outside. I said you just have to think about you know who you are and what you want. I to think about. Uh, I bought up Malcolm X at that time, and I told him to read that story. I said, because that story that he told, that's where he went to, you know, his body was in prison, but he never let that imprison him. Mm-hmm. And we had a great talk about that. And I guess he must have did some of that because every time she went to visit him and everything, what's the name? And he writes me to this day because he got 20 years or something like that. But he mm-hmm. still writes me to this day and he has a great attitude. That's it. And, that's it. No, that is yeah. a blessing. Y'all clap for that. And clap for this, brother, please. Woo! Mm-hmm. Wow. Prosperity is wherever God is. Mm. Y- y- y'all write this down for me, just because it's just, just humor me. Anything, yeah, very religious, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything, no, wherever God is, whatever you want to call God, that thing is blessed. And whatever God blesses grows. Anywhere God is, whatever you want to call God, that thing is blessed. Watch this, watch this turn, Jerome. This is this gonna be a cold turn. And wherever God is is blessing or whatever that thing will grow ready for the turn so if your finances ain't blessed god ain't in it i bet sister book could agree <laughs> if your finances are not blessed god ain't in it whatever you call god you understand the principles of success are not in it because wherever God is, God will bless. And whatever God blesses, that thing will grow. Do you hear me? So it's time for you to receive newer information. And don't take out the poison. Put in the fresh water. I was doing marriage counseling one day 2013 something like that and i remember giving it a story i made up the story on the spot to a couple that i was given to and i remember that story cut me in the throat mm. how many of you know that this this is for jerome the word of god is a two-edged sword <laughs> me in the throat you hear me the couple prophet jerry didn't talk to each other and i remember i remember the man he sounded just like me jerome she don't talk to me 
So she ain't supposed to be answering the phone and be all kicking and giggling and then get off the phone and go back to not talking to me. I ain't having it. And I'm thinking, Gosh, I agree. As a man, alpha male, I'm saying you show sure right. Well, my face don't say that, but my spirit is like, you got doggone right, you know, all that stuff. And I remember telling them, y'all, marriage is like a five gallon bucket full of mud. You're embarrassed by this mud. And it's just sitting right in the living room. And no matter what, y'all hate this mud. So you don't talk about it. You don't like it. You don't like what it represents. And every time somebody come over, you pick up the bucket, hide it in the closet, and you act like ain't no mud there. And as soon as them people leave, you take that mud right out of the closet, put it right back in front of y'all, and you hate yourselves all over again. And you never let people see how muddy your marriage is. Mm. I know somebody can relate to this. Oh my God. I told them. And I remember thinking to myself, damn, that's, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying that. I remember saying that. <laughs> I remember saying that. I do. Right now. honest right now on this video. Y'all in my business. I I'm just fail. And I'm over here talking to myself and I gotta be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but he is talking, right? No, and I remember saying that. And our finances are like that. We it's a big, big old muddy bucket. But here's the deal: here's how you fix a muddy bucket. This is what I this is what I told him. I said, Your problem is you don't like the bucket. And every time you try to clean the bucket, you get mud all over you and you're mad at him and you're mad at her for getting you muddy. So you don't like your marriage and you don't like when you try to fix it, you get muddy. So what's the solution? I told him, I told him, I said, fresh water. But I said, the problem with doing good is we get weary. Because here's the problem with a five gallon bucket of mud when you pour fresh water in it it don't fix nothing oh come on now then it leak all over the flow so you go this don't work it made it worse but depending on that i'm coming back to it so then you say well i'm just gonna dump the mud out okay so you dump the mud out and you dirty up wherever you dumped it at and you come back to your bucket and it's empty. Now you're mad that your marriage is empty. Mm, Kim, I'm talking right now. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking right now. So I say, so, we, so the only solution is fresh water. But the problem is, Jerome, when you put fresh water in five gallons, fill the capacity, five gallons of fresh water don't work. Because all you did was make a muddy mess and the, gall- the bucket is still muddy. Don't even look like it worked. And that's when we stop. This is when, when we do good, when we, when we serve our wife or when we serve our husband, we sit there and we say, see, I told you this ain't going to work. I'm, come on now. I, I, I knew I shouldn't have did that. You understand? Because you spent all this time being the bigger person doing the fresh water and got dirty for it. Mm-hmm. That's how your finances work. I'm telling you, some of y'all, you like clean, you go, you gotta clean your finances. 
But when you clean them, you're messing up the whole living room because you're putting fresh water in. So now everything is muddy. You know how you got to dirty the house up first just to clean it up? Everything is muddy. So what do you have to do, Jerome? So you put in 25 gallons of fresh water inside the bucket. Now you got a whole muddy mess and the bucket's still nasty. And it's just a little bit clearer. It genuinely takes 500 to 1,000 gallons of fresh water to clean that bucket. And most of us don't last that long. That, that is a word if I ever heard one. And y'all gonna get upset with your finances. But I'm telling you, this is a thousand gallon journey. Don't you quit at 25. It ain't gonna get no better. Now you spent 48 years muddying up your bank account. You want God to fix it in 48 minutes. It ain't going to work. Your credit going to take at least 18 months to go up 100 points. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It, it, it just is what it is. And you can't dump out the bucket because then you're going to be empty. You can't hide the bucket because it's always going to be there. You're fronting. And how many of you like me? I don't like fronting. I, listen, be, I don't like it. I, I can't be fake for nobody. I don't know how to do it. If, if, if me and Kim got a problem, we just ain't going nowhere. <laughs> mama we gonna catch you next time we ain't coming what's wrong baby nah just my stomach hurt i'm lying i'm lying i just <laughs> i just don't want to show up with no attitude and until i do right by kim i ain't gonna do right by nobody else we just gonna sit here and be mad until we we, we do something because i ain't fronting in front of nobody now, i know that ain't everybody but i'm too alpha to be lying if i ain't got it i ain't got it and if i'm mad I'm mad. <laughs> too much energy too much your finances are trash and that's fine there's nothing wrong with it but you're on a thousand gallon journey not a five i'll give it to you a different way let's say you got a big old boulder rolling downhill at you all right so force equals mass time acceleration so you got the big mass accelerating that's a bunch of force you can't hit the boulder with the same amount of force coming at you because all you can do is stop it for a nanosecond, then you're going to get smashed. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And you can't hit it with five times more force because you're going to stop it for just a little bit more and it's going to still get rolled. You got to hit this boulder with so much power just to stop it. Then even more power to roll it back uphill. And most of y'all, don't even want no help to go back uphill. You want to do it all by yourself. The universe don't bless people by themselves. I am sorry to report that to you. I am sorry. The blessings you're trying to get by yourself is called limited blessings. And as I told Jerome before, and I meant it, and I still mean it again, I can't take another partial blessing. That's why I'm sitting in y'all lap. I thank God. For putting me in your face, in your lap, in your hands, because I promise you, I it it was a time when I couldn't trust not Nate. I don't trust nobody. <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't ask me for the time. Don't tell me what you're gonna do. I don't want to hear it. Period. <laughs> oh my he god! The truth for real. That sounds like somebody that been through. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you. And God is so good. He told me. 
I said, I just need somebody that's honest, that's true, that put me before some people that know. And when I tell you, he put me before y'all, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I act according to the riches and glory of almighty God, because (laughs) I'm guided by the Holy Spirit. And Hmm. when divine connection says, this is your connection. Wow. I had no other choice but to do what does say of the Lord. For I, I hardened not my heart, nor did I close up my ears. And I am doing things productively. I'm moving. Mm. Amen. I thank God for all that he has done for me, placing me before and within the constructs of the ATS team. To God be the glory. I <laughs> you know what? I ain't gonna be mad at you. And then I appreciate you. Y'all clap for her, please. I do appreciate you. Woo! I do most certainly, most certainly appreciate you. The, the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this about 45 minutes early because I'm actually three days ahead. The idea here is this tap is your defense has got to be set up, but you also need. A Kim, like Kim's son needs a Kim to say, baby, I've been there before. Calm down. Baby, I've been there before. Don't put your money over there. Some of y'all done MLM'd yourself to 16 of them. And you, you still ain't. <laughs> the M ain't M, the L ain't L, and the M ain't, the other M ain't M either. You just, just, if you ain't first, it don't work. It just don't work. The odds of you becoming super diamond platinum or whatever they got. I don't know what they got. Whatever is going on, it's just probably not going to happen. The money has already been shared in said system. There are some systems that can work, but most people don't do those systems. The defense had to be set up. The wall of Babylon was incredibly set up for, for glory. And what's his glory? The king was away. The troops were away. And in all that, there was still incredible blessings for great things to come. So I want to end you with a story from Einstein. And I want to tell you, but before we get to the story, I want to, I want to set up by telling you that your real problem here is you don't know who you are. Your Identity has been mistaken. You have you, you have been bamboozled. <laughs> you, you have been run amok. You don't know that God ain't supposed to be broke. It's just, you don't know God ain't supposed to be broke. And, and it's the truth. And it's okay. In the wrong. With, with, with you getting there, but you're not supposed to be broke. When Einstein was living, wild hair, poor clothes, a lady from Princeton, fancy car, drove to one of the fanciest hotels. While Einstein was giving a speech over the general theory of relativity, turned it from special to general. The lady got out the car, 
saw a young man with the wild hair, poor clothes, gave him 50 cents and said, now take my bags up to the room. She had no idea she gave Einstein, the smartest man in the world, 50 cents and said, take my bags up to the room. Einstein being the genius that he did, he looked down at his hand, looked at the lady, picked up her bags, took it up to the room, it was 50 cent richer. It's a lot of money back then. And it was simply a case of mistaken identity that she didn't even know who she was passing off as labor. Well, I say the same thing to you. You have no idea that made in the image of God means not to struggle with finances, means not to have low self-esteem problems, means not to have a problem with forgiveness or anything else that you are struggling with. Am I telling you that you don't get to have your human emotions, your human experience? No, you sure do. But there was a great tent maker who said, sin, be angry, but do not sin. That's what this tent maker said. Go through all these emotions. Do whatever you got to do. Get mad. Want to choke somebody in the throat. But don't take it no further. Be mad at your finances. Be mad that they're not telling you the truth and that the government is charging you too many taxes, but don't take it no further. Perfectly okay for you to be a person of anger. But what you do with that? Well, how you do anything is how you do everything. Last I tell you this, I told Deanna and Grace this over some video it's on YouTube, that we have this identity and we look at the waves, we look at the ocean and then we look at the waves and we see these waves as individuals. But the deal is, Jerome, these, these white caps is what, you know, what they call it. You, you, you know, you get a wave by the water underneath the surface is moving slower than the water above the surface. That's how it becomes a wave. It typically happens by the shore. But there's no difference between the wave and the ocean, Kim. There is no waves. There's only the ocean. There is no field. There is only God. There is no you. There's only God. To borrow from Neil Donald Walsh, there's only one of us in the room. And to separate the waves from the ocean is impossible. It is just when we get close to the shore where we can be seen, we, we become individualized. But you cannot separate a wave from the ocean or body of water that is. So I'm telling you that to tell you if somebody here got their finances together, you're connected to them by the ocean. Don't miss it. I, I, I'm not telling you these illustrations for nothing. I'm not trying to sound good. I'm trying to help you. Just because you find yourself not in a good financial situation don't mean you ain't got it in you. Because there is no difference between the waves and the ocean. If Anthony got it, so do you. And we all going to get there on September 30th. That's it. <laughs> So just prepare yourself to have $5,000 a piece. Do whatever you need to do. I, I don't know how to get you to the glory that you want to get to because your glory is individualized. But nobody is smarter than you. Every good thing, every single good thing on this planet, what's his name? Steve Jobs. This is a perfect way to end. Steve Jobs. 
No one. There we go. Every good thing on this planet came from people who are just like you. But I'm going, is it Tuesday? Phil, tell us what we're doing tonight before I play this video. I got to remember what we're doing. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite movies is called Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep. And they're, they come to this, they come to Judgment City. And there's only one reason why we're manifested on the physical plane at this particular time in the time continuum. And that's to overcome fear. If you learn how to deal with fear, you get to move on. If you don't, you have to come back. Well, then chapter 19 for the power of your subconscious mind is how to use your subconscious mind to remove fear. And the subchapter's name is Man's Greatest Enemy. Do the thing you fear, banish stage fright, fear of failure, how you overcome the fear, fear of water, mountains, closed places, etc. A master technique for overcoming any particular fear. He blessed the elevators, normal and abnormal fear. Examine your fears. He dismissed himself and they plotted against him. And the last one that deliver yourself from all fears. So that's what we'll be covering tonight. And then our speaker is the lovely and talented Adrian. All right. That means we being blessed tonight. Yes, we are being blessed. I just posted out there for you a meditation called I Am a Champion. It's a meditation for those of you who like those meditations. And hopefully you can find something in there. I am a champion and, and go from there. I want to end with you with Steve Jobs for a minute and 39 seconds telling you something that I hope all of you are able to receive. And I have nothing to say after that. Steve Jobs has the floor. Oh, got it. The thing I would say is when you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is and your, your life is just to live your life inside the world, try not to bash into the walls too much, uh, uh, try to have a nice family life, uh, have fun, save a little money. Um, but life, that's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can, you can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, is to shake off this, uh, th this uh, erroneous notion that life is, is there and you're just going to live in it, versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Um, I, I think that's very important. And however you learn that, once you learn it, uh, you'll want to change life and make it better, because it's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Um, once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. One of my favorite, it's not even a speech, it was an interview. One of my favorite things you said, nobody's smarter than you. You don't have to bump around. Anything done, you can do too. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can 
dominate. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Love you more. Love you more. All right, everybody. Love you more. Have a most fantastic one. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ziprecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's zip, Z-I-P, recruiter, R-E, 
e c r u i t e r zip recruiter dot com slash b to b and i promise you you will be grateful that you did so again that zip recruiter dot com slash b to b it's also in the show notes